Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. And these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 4,911 new confirmed COVID cases over the weekend. That's the biggest weekend so far. You have to remember, of course, that in the month of November, we had less than 5,000 cases. And in one weekend, we're getting 4,911 cases. And the lion's share of those cases are here in Lagos. We've been hearing horrific stories from people hospitalized with this disease. And it's taking a toll on the rest of the healthcare system. Oxygen is running out for other patients, for example. So I'm appealing to all 970,000 of you, please be careful out there. Limit your movement to the essential things. Wear a mask uh, as often as you can, all right? If you don't have to go out, don't go out. Wash your hands often, sanitize your hands often. Let's, let's stay safe, let's keep each other safe. Second hard fact of the day, there was a gas explosion in Abo Delta State on Friday. We're still waiting for a final uh, casualty count, but at least four people are dead and 11 people are in the hospital. Governor Ifan Yokoa went to Abwa to visit the bereaved and see the damage for himself, but he received an explosive welcome of his own. As you can hear, there seems to be a lot of frustrations on the street of Abo, a lot of frustration on the streets of Abo. Uh, and I wonder if it's the same in other places that he visited as well. Keep listening to Hard Facts, where I help all 970,000 of you feel the pulse of the nation, break down the biggest stories, starting with the big weekend. Let's talk about Governor Songolu advocating state police and surveillance tech. Then let's talk about FRSC's hunt for defaulters. And then let's talk about the growing insecurity in the Southwest. On Madame Landlord today, we're going to uh, take another look at fraudulent landlords. How do you get your money back from a fraudulent landlord? That's the conversation we'll have at 4 o'clock. I'll have uh, Jerry Okeke, he's a lawyer, a real estate lawyer, on the show with me. So make sure you are here for that conversation. On today's big hard fact, let's talk about the cannabis control bill. It's about to get to second reading in the House of Reps. It wants to allow the production and processing of cannabis for medicinal use. We're going to talk to the sponsor of that bill, Honorable Princess Onoha. She'll be on the show with us. Now, news updates will come your way at the top of every hour. But let's get started with today's Big Weekend. The Big, the big Weekend. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Can surveillance technology and state policing improve the security situation in Lagos? Can FRSC really track down fugitive traffic offenders? How can the Southwest resolve the security crisis? It was a big weekend, Lagos. Let's talk about it. Governor Songolu says police presence on the streets has reduced 
because of Ansar's protests. Yeah, he said that in an interview yesterday. Um, and uh, he talked about what his administration has been doing uh, in different sectors. And when he was asked about the current security situation in Lagos, here's what he said. So it's also not fair to say what has changed. Uh, a lot has changed, you know, and a lot we're doing, right? And, and so um, the, the, the statistics are showing that indeed um, up until the effects you know, of the answers where um, police, you know, um, left the streets and we had to get them back. We had actually, uh, we're actually on top of security issues. If you remember, even during the lockdown, when we had issues of the cultists in Agege and other parts of the city, we were able to nip it in the bud, you know, very clearly and, and we put a, a stop to it. You know, so one of the things that you'll see is we've kept talking about how we need to, you know, um, reduce or, or, or bring down, you know, um, the command and control of our security architecture. You know, and we're talking about state police, you know, and having them, you know, um, 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 domesticated. There's been some attempt in that, in that, on, on that line, right, where we now have the constabulary, you know, community police just trying to start up. You know, for me, the whole um, strength of policing, right, or security architecture, is intelligence, you know, you need to have proper intelligence and you need to have, you know, um, the same amount of uh, skills that is required, you know, at every point in time. So these are some of the things that we are doing with the Security Trust Fund. Not only are we supporting the Lagos State Police Command with equipment, with, tra with transport requirements, with, um, um, with vests, with um, supplies that they require, Right. The only other thing that we've not been able to do in this government is to just buy them guns, you know, which um, we're also even still having conversations like that. But one of the things that we think that we can do uh, very, very quickly, right, is to improve the ratio of police to citizens' um, numbers. That has not happened, you know, in a number of years. Uh, you know, we, we believe that Lagos is under police in terms of, you know, the ratio. We believe that the population that you have also talked about growing we don't have the same growth in terms of the number of police officers that we have or the number of law enforcement officers that we have. So that's some of the places where the imbalance comes. If you can get the ratio right, if you can get the proportion right, then we can see you know, a lot more activity where the turnaround time of when there's an emergency that is raised or when a distress call comes out and you can see a quicker response team, you know, a, a quicker response time to between when it happens and when they respond. You know, so these are some of the things that, you know, as a nation, we need to have a conversation and so. But you see, for me, sitting here as a governor, right, the, the, the minimum I can do is to be able to up the skill and up the, the infrastructure and up the equipment that the, the numbers that we have in the Lagos State Police Command, the numbers that we have, we give them all of the support that they require. But how do we take that number from 20,000 to 30,000 to 35,000 Right. It's a conversation that we've been having with federal government, and that's why we'll be saying that not until when we have full state police, I can take a decision and say that if I have a state police, I want to actually recruit 20,000 or 15,000 fresh people into the state police force. And these are some of the things that we've been talking about that can increase, you know, the police citizens ratio. You know, in other parts of the world, is that ratio that you see that, that speaks, you know, volumes and, and, and you can have quicker response. That's number one. 
The second part of it that we are building is we're building what we call a smart city. You know, we're doing a 2,000 high-definition CCTV camera, you know, infrastructure architecture in the state. You know, technology is one of the things that we believe that we can use, you know, as a strong tool to help with um, security uh, architecture and make them do their work well. That project that started right this year, before the end of this year, you'll see a lot of cameras that are going to be up on the streets. You know, you'll see a lot of cameras that are, and they are high-definition cameras, meaning that they can have facial recognition, they can have plate number recognition, and they can also be active at night. You know, once we build a proper control and command center, then the police, even with, with, with the historic, you know, data that will be coming out from, from those cameras, then we can have a lot more arrest, you know, and we can get a lot more deterrent. Because once you know that there's a likelihood that they're going to be arrested, then deterrent will be the next thing, that you can get a lot of people to, to um, um, not be found wanting and, and just stop all of these things. And, and I think the final thing is really just around providing, you know, jobs and opportunity, you know, for, for some of these these people as an alternative, you know, because it, people will always say, say to you that it's also because they don't have what to do, you know, and that's why we're finding it. And, and once we're able to push that platform, even if you now still have criminal intentions, then the, the, law, the law must take its course on you. You know, but some of these things are some of the things we need to provide very quickly. Increase, you know, the ratio of, of, of citizens to police um, that we have in Lagos, and that we're able to to work with, with, the, with, the, with the Nigerian police force when, whenever they are ready to do that. State police is still a way to go. We continue to talk, stay, talk about it. And right. thirdly, technology, security, architecture, are infrastructures we need to build for them. Governor Somolu speaking there. He said a few things about security in Lagos. He says, first, the security situation broke down when the police left the streets because of the NSARS protests. The governor saying that uh, before the protests in October, Security in Lagos was very good. He used the lockdown as an example. Do you agree? And as you also heard, the governor talked about state police. He said the only way to improve security is to decentralize and devolve the security architecture. He says we also need to increase the number of police on the streets. And this is not in the power of the states. And then he talked about surveillance technology, high-definition cameras with facial recognition, plate number recognition. Remember, we talked about them last week a, a bit. We talked about that a bit last week. Now, Governor Somolu is saying that the government wants to deploy thousands of them all over the state. Of course, there are questions about feasibility, sustainability, because these cameras will need constant electricity, for instance. And there are lots of places in Lagos where you don't have streetlights. You know, and things like that. You don't have electricity, period. But um, what do you think about uh, about uh, what you heard, Lagos? Was security great during the lockdown? Do state governments need more power to hire and deploy police officers? Will state policing improve the security situation? What do you think about security cameras all over Lagos? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. You're listening to Hard Facts on ninety nine point three Nigeria Info. Let's talk on WhatsApp. Oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. Oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. You'd like to talk to me on air? Call the number zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. We have somebody called Daddy P in VGC. Hello, Daddy P. Thank you for calling us. 
Hi, Daddy P. Welcome. Go ahead. Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's talk. Okay. You see, you see the problem we have in this hour in Nigeria is just a bunch of talking. No implementation. No if you say something, to do it. Everything talking, 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 making attending radio, TV, talking. There's no one thing to be done. Every day talking. This year we still end. Please, I'm tired. I'm just tired and fed up of this talking. Yeah, there, I will do this. I will do that. Thank you. That's my opinion. Okay, Daddy P. Thank you for calling to share your own. Remember, New Year, new hard facts. So everybody gets one minute, 30 seconds to share their views. One minute, 30 seconds. That's all you get. We're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're also on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Use the hashtag Nigeria Info HF so that I'll know that your tweet is for this show. Falari is in Ikorodu. Hello, Falari. Thanks for calling us. Good afternoon, Sandra. So please, you quiz the question. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? My name is Ogunda Falari. Sandra, I think this is what we need: state policing. Okay. These are people that are going to know the nook and count of everywhere, and the state will be able to control the police. You cannot be providing resources for the police and um, basic amenities. I don't have control over it. Then they have to be reporting to Abuja. But Sandra is not only by talking. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for Larry for calling me. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Yeah, Sandra is the president. Thanks for calling. What's your name, sir? My name is Austin. Welcome to Hard Facts. Go ahead. So, um, the concept the government is talking about is not complete. Okay. Because if you are looking at facial recognition, hmm. where is the database to be able to recognize whoever comes in and say, yes, I know this person, I know where he lives and all that. Because without the sensors or something to give you the address, the name of the person that the camera have recognized, mm. how do you know, how can it track the person? There's no proper profiling in Nigeria. Crime is committed and the person will come back and commit crime all over again. And you cannot even track the person. Okay. So it's one thing to say facial recognition, another thing to say and all that. But if there's no database to say, okay, Austin lives as soon as a number. Uh, in Lagos State, mm. and when he comes in, he's driving into Lagos. Mm. That from the camera that automatically tells you this is Austin coming into Lagos. Do you think perhaps something like NIM could help with that database? NIM can't do that. NIM can't do that because we're not sharing data. It's never going to share NIM uh, data protocol with Lagos State. Mm. So if you, uh, these are things that they're going to do at the end of the day, they waste money. I mean, I'm surprised that they are talking about things like that. Some time ago, I had, I had a, a, a presentation okay. that I did with the former director of SNS in Lagos and all that. Okay. And I gave them concepts. I said, listen, you want to have proper security. It is beyond this. It is a crime in Oshodi. The policeman at uh, uh, should be able to know at that same point that it's a crime because the uh, things that you can use to do that. I did a presentation with the Lagos State Transport, Civil Transport. Mm. But the, most of these things, they just forget about it and they keep carrying on. And, you know, they come back and tell the same story. Then governor comes and tell the same story. And, uh, how do you do facial information without that database? Thank you for calling us, Augustine. Augustine, of course, uh, I gave um, extra minutes. Now, of course, he, he raises a valid point about a database. But without a database, fa facial recognition serves as confirmation. In other countries, you don't start with um, a full facial recognition database. So, for example, in most African countries, yeah, most African jurisdictions, um, your face doesn't end up in the database until you are arrested. So, now, small, small.
Uh, small, small it is that. Sorry, um, American, not um, African, sorry. American uh, jurisdictions. Your face doesn't end up in a database until you're arrested. So I think perhaps the, you know, when your face is recognized or picked up by the technology, then we go from there. Georgina is in Ikecha. Hello, Georgina. Hello. Thanks Georgina, for calling. Yes. Welcome. Go ahead. Thanks. Hi, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Am Good. I live now? You're live now, yes. Thank you. Excited to speak with you today. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Just a quick one. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say that there are so many low-hanging fruits that we're ignoring. Okay. Before we start getting um, face recognition um, uh, cameras and what have you, mm. the roads are bad in Lagos. The streets are not licensed. People are boldly hacking. Now they stop uh, not just robbing people on the streets. Mm. They now rob them and hack them. To death, it's happening all over. Mm. But that we road, we all know the spot. The security situation is terrible, mm. and we're leaving the ones that we can do. And trying to see where we want to, to put another billion to siphon money. Why are we going to go and get security cameras that have face recognition, the corner ID where the roads are bad, traffic is everywhere, trucks are parked on the road, everywhere is blocked. Do first things first. That's what I would like to tell this governor of Lagos State if I have the opportunity to talk to him. They are ignoring the low-hanging fruit, the ones that will not cost them money, the ones that will save lives. Every day, people are being robbed. Going to the island 5 a.m. on their way, they are robbed. Coming back from work, they are robbed. Why are they being robbed? Because the roads are dark. The roads are jammed. Trucks are packed on the road. It's completely blocked now. On a daily basis, people spend hours. It's, it's quite disheartening when we see our leaders see the truth but overlook it and push it in our faces as if we don't know what is going on. Thank you. Thank you, Georgina, for calling me on WhatsApp. Uh, Ozzy is in Germany. Hmm. I like that uh, Hard Facts has listeners from all over the world. Um, but uh, Ozzy says we can still have the state police and have the federal police. If they have only state police in Lagos State, there will be corruption within um, uh, the government and other bodies. The governor has to fix railway transport in Lagos to make the traffic uh, in Lagos um, subside. Lagos is getting populated more and more every year. If you just joined the show, you're wondering what we're talking about. Governor Sonwolu gave an interview yesterday and he talked about his administration's work in different sectors. And he actually did talk about the railway. He said that uh, the Blue Rail... Um, will be done by the time he leaves office. He also talked about the fourth mainland bridge and says that that too uh, is very dear to this administration's um, heart. But he talked a lot about security. He addressed the current security situation in Lagos and he said that the security situation broke down when the police left the streets because of the NSARS protests. He's saying that before the protests in October, security in Lagos was very good. He used the lockdown as an example. Do you agree? And then he also talked about state police. He also said that uh, the only way to improve security is to decentralize and devolve the security architecture. He says we need to increase the number of police on the streets. And uh, doing that is not in the power of the states. And then he talked about surveillance technology, high-definition cameras with facial recognition, plate number recognition, and uh, things like that. 
And he said that government wants to deploy thousands of these things all over the state and, uh, you know, see how that helps with um, solving Lagos' security problem. And that's our first story on today's big weekend. So do you agree with the governor that um, security was great during the lockdown? Do state governments uh, need more power to hire and deploy police officers? Do you think state policing will improve the security situation uh, in Lagos? What do you think about these security cameras all over the place? WhatsApp is 80 959 75805. It's 325 right now, so I have uh, 326 actually at the moment. So I have one minute before I have to take a break. So that means I have enough time for WhatsApp messages. Here's this one from um, Ifani who says that the CCTV idea is very good. I'd like a situation where every state has their own police. I would also suggest that they focus their attention uh, on the hot areas in need of security. All right. Thank you so much for sending your message in. And then we have another message here from Mila in Lekki. Mila says, there was security improvement during the lockdown is a lie. Crime rate was rampant. Uh, residents and CDAs came out and kept a watch to safeguard their home. I was among them. Two men from each compound every day. Mila from Lekki, thank you for sending your message in. We'll take a look at more messages and take more of your calls. After this break, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. More conversation, more talk, more right after this. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, 0700-993-993-993. I'll take two calls and then move to our second story. Our second story is a doozy because from today, road safety officers are on the hunt for anyone who has failed to pay their traffic fines. I'll tell you details of that story after speaking with Anthony. Anthony, welcome to Hard Facts. Hello, Anthony, welcome. Uh, good, uh, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Go ahead. Yes. Um, you see, people, we don't trust whatever government says. Um, we don't um, trust them. You know why? Why? They said they need, they need facial cameras. As I speak with you, there have been cameras everywhere in Lagos before. You know those guys that, that, that drive in bicycles in blue and neighborhood watch? Uh-huh. What other cameras can you get that would more than that? <laughs> what have you got, gotten from that one? Hmm. Odd one they've installed, you know, show there and everything. It's, it's, it's one thing to get. Yes, you can get cameras. Cameras, cameras cannot do anything. Cameras cannot catch anybody. What, what the information I get for those cameras, what are they doing with it? Hmm. The one they got from the neighborhood world, what have they, they, they been doing with it? You see, these guys will just create something to just iPhone money. I, I just, honestly, I just regret 30% in Nigeria, I swear. These guys are just a bunch of, let me not say it. Thank you for not saying it, Anthony. I'm glad that you uh, called us and I'm glad you restrained yourself. Last call before our second story. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. What's your name, sir? I'm Jeffrey. Welcome, Jeffrey, to Hard Facts. Go ahead. Well, I think Nigeria has passed all these things we are talking about. Surveillance cameras. If the government wants to do these things, they should implement it immediately without even asking of the opinion of the public. They have passed all these levels. Say, talking about surveillance camera. Oh, I'm sorry. Call back if you can. So, on to that story about the FRC. On Friday, the FRC Corps Marshal Boboyo Yoyemi met with zonal commanders and sector commanders. 
and they talked about a very widespread problem. Apparently, lots of people who get caught for traffic offenses end up not coming back to pay the fines. Now, of course, you know that when the road safety officer stops an offender, they're not supposed to collect money from them on the spot. They're supposed to give them a ticket with the fine amount and take some documents from them like car papers or driver's license. So the offender is supposed to pay the fine, come to the office with proof and then collect their papers. But now the FRC bosses are saying that a lot of offenders simply never come back. I guess they're willing to give up their papers to avoid the fine. And that's why FRC is now launching this operation today to track them down, even to their houses. So question for you, Lagos, do you think that this can work? Do you believe that the FRC, FRC can reliably track down traffic offenders who refuse to return and pay their fines 0700-993-993-993 yes you can still talk about the interview that someone granted where he talked about uh, security cameras security during lockdown as well as um uh state policing we've got bio on the line hello bio thank you for calling us good afternoon good afternoon my kids are not home today. So <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. No, the, the point is that um, I don't believe in that. Okay. And we have made even the statements reliably. So we can't be, there is, not, there is no reliability in all those things. Okay, for instance, if it's to work or if it has been working, okay? So what if, I mean, they, they have collected, of course, I know the way they operate at times. They will collect, I mean, if it's some fighter documents, probably, you know, to track you and things like that. Mm. I mean, why have they not been doing that before? You know, I didn't think that that thing has been working so far. They won't have come out with this second second step. And at the same time, what they need to look at is that what has made the purpose of collecting some fighter documents, you know, from all these offenders or violators in the first time that will not make it to work. Mm. Have, they, have they come up with that? So, I mean, if you could not past the first stage. So why jump into the next stage? So definitely, they they need to look inward. I mean, they need to prioritize. They need to examine what and what better way. So it's not about, okay, they will track. So who's out? Okay, now I tell, I I, I told your correspondent now, okay, fine, I, I, from a data. Okay, if I've moved on, I mean, how will you have known that, okay, I, I mean, somebody gave a particular uh, number or house address somewhere. Do you know what has happened in the next hour? So, thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Bayer, for calling us. 99.3. Hello. Yeah, hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Welcome, Mr. Frank. Go ahead. Auntie Sandra. Hmm? Governor Sowolu did not get it right. Because he's talking about how there's no police in the city of the Lagos. Without knowing that this police killed many people during the SR. And those, those people, they, they, are, they, are, they, are, they come from somewhere. And those people are, are not happy. And no federal and state government, no one of them have ever said sorry to those people. Is it good? That is why the police, the, the remaining one of them, that remain, knows that they are, they are afraid. And they want to deploy more. Before they deploy, let them lecture those people. Stop, to stop collecting bribes from the, from the riders on the way. That is the only thing that will bring another one here. If they can stop collecting all this bribery and corruption on the way, I think we, we can live with them happily. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Frank, for calling. Michael in Victoria Island, good to have you on the show. 
Good afternoon, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well, Michael. Good afternoon. Okay, I'll quickly touch on um, Sanyolu okay. on the traffic issue All and right. the security. Okay. What I recommend today, which is very practical, when there is traffic, those people on bikes that are um, equipped should run on the other side of the road. Take, for instance, Third Mainland. Hmm. When people are going back, you know it's from um, Ouro, you will see a lot of traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't those guys on bike come the other way, one way? Men looking at men seeing them who distract the robbers. They these are thieves, um, petty thieves and what have you. So that would deter. If you use drone, well and good. Anything to make noise when somebody is being attacked will really, really help us. No disturbing people on their cars. It is demonic. I don't know how else to express myself on it. Regarding this new issue you are raising, mm-hmm. I've been a victim. Mm-hmm. They, my, uh, we brought my son from school. Unfortunately, we ran into them and said we should go there and all that. Okay. Yes, they can track you to your house. You know, every driver's license has their permanent address, mm-hmm. home address. Same with your voter's card. Mm-hmm. So they can, truly, if they want to. Mm-hmm. But it's how many and how sustainable is it? Not that they can. They can. How many people move? Yeah, people move houses and all. Mm-hmm. Where I'm staying here, I've stayed for six years. Mm-hmm. So if you come there, you get me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's practical. It's doable. Michael, thank you so much for calling us. Chuk Suzu on Twitter says, For the opting time, you cannot call a governor the chief security officer and he cannot control a security outfit. In other federations, states control their police. You cannot sit in Abuja and control what happens in Abuomai village, where Okoa, who is from there, is handicapped. This unitary federal kind of government is not working. Devolve power to the state, including the power to control the police and security, will improve. With CCTV and drones, intelligence will be improved, but the central has refused to invest in this because war is business. Isaiah Joel says, Mrs. Esakwasili, I really support Mr. Songolu advocating for state police if federal government will listen to him. We've got uh, Boy Muffing who says, the government has made good points, but like as always, he's doing it without the people. As you're fixing public surveillance, why don't you encourage private surveillance of private buildings and businesses? What are CCTV at police stations and government offices? All right, Boy Muffing, thank you for your message. Let's move on to our final story from this weekend. We've, uh, We've talked about Lagos, we've talked about FRSC, now let's talk about insecurity in the southwest. There was a lot of controversy this weekend about the role that some herdsmen are or are not playing in banditry and kidnapping in this region. And it got so hot and so tense that the presidency got involved. According to the Vanguard, a meeting is being held today in Ondo State between southwest governors and Mieti Allah cattle breeders association the goal of the meeting is to find a solution to the clashes between herders and farmers and vanguard claims the presidency broke out the sit down now opinions are split about this one some nigerians are saying oh it's the right step because clearly the violence and insecurity are getting out of hand other nigerians believe that it's not necessary to have peace talks because they believe that there's no legitimate reason for these clashes They say government should be arresting whoever is involved in this violence. 
And other Nigerians are asking, in what capacity is Miyeji Allah able to have peace talks with the state governors, unless they are admitting that their members are taking part in the clashes? But I should point out that Miyeji Allah is insisting that the criminals are not their members. They say the attackers are disguising as herdsmen, but that um, they're going to help government find them. And speaking of clashes, there was one in Ibarakwa local government area of Oyo State on Friday. A man named Sunday Adeyomo, a.k.a. Sunday Igbo, allegedly led a vigilante operation into the town of Igongong. He did this seven days after giving an ultimatum to herdsmen to leave the town. Now, according to Igbogo, he and his men simply went after bandits who have been raiding farmland and killing farmers and raping women. But the Oyo state governor, Shei Makinde, appeared to say that uh, Igbogo was just trying to unleash violence in the name of protecting the community. And now we're hearing from BBC Hausa that the Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Adamu, has ordered for the arrest of Sunday Igbogo. On the other hand, traditional rulers in Oyo state are expressing support for Igbo. Oba Lasisi Adeoye, the Oba of Igonga, said Igbo is, quote, a godsend in the area. According to him, Igbo was responding to legitimate grievances because the people in the area had suffered many attacks at the hands of herdsmen. And he says, the Oba says, that whatever the community reports, whenever the community reports the crimes, the security agents do not take action. Instead, those who report are later attacked and are even killed. The Oba said, whenever particular herdsmen finish an attack, they run into the cattle market, the Kara, where they receive protection. And so the Oba says, the Oba believes that even though the bandits are a minority, the Fulani community in his town are not doing enough to expose them. Story no finish there, an even more prominent traditional ruler is asking the president to turn the security situation around. The Alafing of Oyo, Obala Media Deemi, the Alafing said bandits and kidnappers can now operate with impunity in the southwest because the security agencies do not respond quickly or effectively. In fact, the Alafing said that kidnappers are now able to collect their ransoms in public. Now, let's go back to Governor Makinde. He says that the people of Oyo have to be careful in how they define the problem and how they choose to address it. According to Makinde, there's a danger of turning a legitimate concern about violent crime into an ethnic issue. Makinde's point is that even though there's a minority of herdsmen who are committing these crimes, it is unjust to generalize it to all herdsmen or all Fulani people. Because that leads to reprisal attacks against innocent people. So instead, Mackinday says, the focus should be on finding which particular people, herdsmen or not, are responsible. Meanwhile, in Ondo State, the ultimatum for herdsmen to leave the forests have expired. Remember, I told you Governor Rotimi Akredolu gave all herdsmen in government-controlled forests seven days to register themselves or leave. That ultimatum expires today. 
And so there's a bit of tension about what's going to happen next. We're going to keep our eye on that story and we'll update you as soon as we have updates. Meanwhile, Adamu Garba has said uh, that his fellow Fulanese are going about the business of herding cattle in the wrong way. You remember Adamu Garba? He ran for president in, 20, in 2019. And as the controversy about um, herder farmer clashes has gotten louder, he decided to weigh in on Twitter. And here's what he said. He said, I'm a Fulani man, but I can tell you that it doesn't make sense for cows to be roaming the streets in 2021. Cows should be ranched on a land acquired or rented by ranchers. By law, land can only be used through rent or purchase. Government should step forward and clear this out. I believe to reconcile the raging herders crisis is to open proper communication where each knows the laws of the land. All lands in Nigeria, including forests, belong to some entity. Federal government, state governments, local governments, companies or individuals. Thus, no land can be used without proper authorization. End quote. So Adamu Garba is saying that um, there's rule of law and there's a rule of law problem. Herdsmen, he's saying, shouldn't just enter land randomly. They should buy or rent land legally and put their cows on it. But then he continues, he continues, he says, quote, land issue is as old as humanity. No state power can give land to anyone where the land has been identified with owners for generations without purchasing or renting. The rich Fulanese must come together and assist our fellow brothers to get land for forest grazing. Lack of proper communication to the herders in understanding the law of the land use by bringing the surrounding communities on board isn't good enough. It may well be a breeding ground for a, a cyclical conflict, end quote. And I really wonder what you think about um, Adamu Garba's assessment of the situation. He's saying that the herders do not have a proper grasp of the law and of property rights. And they need to be educated so that they don't violate the rights of landowners and cause conflicts. So there you have it in a nutshell. Some of the biggest players weighing in on this issue. Is the root of this conflict an education problem? Is that, is that the root cause of the conflict? Is education the answer? What do you think about Adamu Garba's statement? What do you think about the IGP's uh, decision to issue an arrest warrant for Igodo? What about the Oba of Iganga's support for Idogo? Igodo? Sorry. And then talk to me about Shea Makinde's position as well, Lagos. Let's talk. 0700-993-993-993. 993 993 there's whatsapp available whatsapp is 080-959-75805 i took the time to um take all sides of the story so that you can hear from all sides and then decide uh where you should stand emmanuel is in ogun state emmanuel thanks for calling us 
Sandra. Good afternoon. You've got one minute, 30 seconds. Yeah, thank you. Concerning sec- uh, security situation yes, in the Southwest, mm-hmm. I always, I always present support on Sunday. Okay. You see? And I can tell you that your foundation is supporting him. Okay. So any attempt eh, to arrest that man will lead to war in this country. Let me tell you, the time has come up now. And any Yoruba man that stands on this way, eh, don't let me say any other thing. Just let me stop it. But what I'm saying now, we are fed up with security system in this place. In our own land, how would Fulani come from Sokoto, from Mali, from Niger, to come and kidnap our people? We pay ransom, they come, they rape our wives. In our presence, it can never happen again. But that's the thing. It's not Fulani people doing it. It's criminals disguising as herders. Let me tell you. Those, let me tell you. Those who are about them, they are Fulanis. Let me tell you. You don't have proof of that. Okay. Uh, wait, I'm coming. Mm. Let me tell you something. Eh? Mm. I can't, I, I, it's not that I'm, you know, I'm not in the race. Eh? I know Fulani very well. I stay with them. I enter the Aruga in the north. Let me tell you something. And they know me quite and let me tell you I go in the north, eh? I know what is happening there. But that one cannot be said on radio because no radio friends there. If you say that, eh? I mean if you to say that you are, if you are to say that eh? mm. this is not a good way for this country, let me tell you. But what I'm telling you now that okay now, you Sandra, have mm. you ever seen an Ibo Mahed in a cow? Let me tell you, uh, it's a question. Um he may not heard, but he owns cows. He owns cows, mm-hmm. Abby. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me tell you something. Mm. These people, let me say, let at least 90, 95% or 98% they are northerners, as you all know, unless you are pretending. And the time has come now to so come out and say the truth. Let me tell you, if this country will fall down, it will fall on other people. So the press... The, the, the country will not... The, Emmanuel, the country will not fall down. Don't worry. Godwin in Lekki, thank you so much for calling us. Hi, Godwin. Uh, hi, good afternoon, ma. Good afternoon, welcome. Thank you, ma. In respect of these uh, headers and uh, farmers, uh, this in crisis. Mm. In fact, the whole thing, the whole body lies on uh, government. Government knows what to do to solve this issue once and for all. As I'm talking to you like this, I'm from Benue State. Okay. I received a call this afternoon from my own village now. Okay. They enter my village. Disaster everybody from their farm. Corns and yams, they will open it for their cow to eat it. That one is this, uh, can I call it uh, this in grazing or, or what? Hmm. And they are with their arms. Hmm. They are with their arms. I received the call this afternoon. So if the youth in the community now rise against them now, the government will now go after the youth. But they see the headers destroying, killing people inside the bush without taking any action. Um, is the police so, aware? Yes. What, they call them. And what, they did, call them. what did the police do? Even if they call them, what do they say now? They haven't received any report of source. Police said they've not received reports, even though the people are saying that they called police? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even myself that is talking to you, mm. I'm a part of security. Okay. Securing other people's in a, in another people's land. Mm. Why my my own side is so 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 porous? It is God that will help this nation. Godwin, thank you so much for calling. Remember, everybody gets one minute thirty seconds. Ninety nine point three.
Auntie Sandra. Thanks for calling. Hello? Oh, no. Call back if you can. Our number is 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about Damu Garba's statement? What do you think about the decision of the IGP to issue an arrest warrant for Igboho? What do you think about the Oba of Igongon's support for Igboho? And what do you think about Shei Makinde's position, Lagos? We've got Mike Inishaga on the line. Hello, Mike. Hello, my, my name is I'm calling from Ijushaga. Mm, welcome, Mike. Is this the issue of uh, farmers and the headers uh, problem? If the government cannot solve it, let the individual protect themselves because I believe it's only criminal minded persons mm. that will come from a place and look for a bush, to, a bush to go and stay. So, a good, a legitimate, a legitimate person cannot go to bush and stay. Okay. Oh, all right, Mike. We've got Shei who says he's against state police because the state governors will be the ones paying all their bills. And you think they won't be loyal to the governor? All right. Akinshe Olajide says, If herdsmen killed my family and damaged my property and I complained to government and they turn a deaf ear, the next step is to defend myself. None of the so-called political leaders from the Southwest can come out and condemn the insecurity in the Southwest because of their own selfish ambitions. All bars of nowadays are all political appointees. None of them can face the politicians uh, or the government to speak the truth. Peace comes when there's justice and no tribe is more superior to the others. But that's the thing, Akinshete. The two Obas in Oyo state, at least, have said something. The Allah thing of Oyo has said something. The Oba of Vigonga has said something. And these are like pretty strong institutions in the Southwest. President Sandra, it irks me to imagine how 660,000 square kilometers, which northern Nigeria comprises of, cannot contain the cattle rarers of the region. Uh, Kevin Fe in Festac is saying, well, there's um, global warming. And so that means that um, there's not enough greenery in the north anymore. And so the herders have to keep coming south. Um, Kevin also says, without the foundational elements such as the requisite computer hardware infrastructure, big data and other relevant IT inputs, this surveillance project cannot work. Even our dusty environment will dampen the review of the cameras and stuff. Basically, Lagos State should learn how to build from the ground up and not from the sky down. Kevin Infestak sent that message. Good afternoon, Sandra. If the police is bold, let them go and arrest Sunday Iboho. They can't uh, arrest him because people are in support of Sunday Igbo. The government has left the people to secure themselves. Damien from Shogunli saying. Uh, we've got another message here. Um, good afternoon, uh, Sandra. Uh, the only reason they are launching this technology is not because offenders don't pay, like they said. It's simply because the officers don't remit what the offenders pay. Road safety of Nigeria cannot catch you and let you go without paying, even when you did not commit an offense. You must be there. No stories, no going to the office or whatever. Well, that's not been true in my case. Um, every time I've defaulted uh, with, with uh, I've committed a traffic offense, um, they've taken my papers, given me a fine. I will go to the bank, go and pay, and actually go to the office and pick up my papers. You know, it's happened to me once in Port Harcourt. So maybe, I don't know, it's Port Harcourt different from Lagos. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sandra, there's no gain saying the fact that domesticating the police anywhere in the world can only um, do good to such a society. 
Meanwhile, the deployment of CCTV would allow government redirect the rest of the security formations to other areas where such technology may not initially cover. So it would be a welcome development if implemented. Mike from Akoka says. Mike, thank you for your message. Let's take another call. Hello, thanks for calling us. Thanks for calling. What's your name, sir? Mr. Frank, welcome. Go ahead. Yes. I want to talk of the IGP. Okay. It's only God that knows how to arrest some people like that. Because at first, he has commanded the police to defend themselves. I don't know what he means by that. Two, he's threatening to arrest those people that was involved in, in, in last answer. Now, under Ibobo, who is trying to defend their people now, they are trying to do good work in their own community now. Then he's ordering the police to go and arrest him. There are all these men now that are causing all these atrocities in this country. Nobody's arresting them. But, but, but if anybody rises up to say a word, the, the person will be arrested. God will serve us for civil law. Thank you. Thank you, Frank, for calling us. Duncan from Ijegun says, People in their immediate sense of comfort often think that wars are started like football matches. But this is never the case, as they will learn at long last. Let's get with it. The folks who do these bad things aren't herdsmen, they're criminals. Herdsmen will never take leave of their cattle to go and participate in criminal acts. I have good reason to believe that those who trump the herdsmen criminality have a dark political agenda in all of these. It is time that we tread cautiously with the issue. Duncan from Ijago, thank you for your message. But Duncan, you also have the Ondo State Governor talking about herdsmen staying in their forests and a minority in the group partaking in crimes, you know, and uh, kidnapping and, and the sort. So what, what could be the Ondo State Governor's uh, political agenda? We've got Kelvin who says, I want to ask a foolish question, but I want a wise answer. If then uh, General Buhari can leave his base in Kaduna to meet the then Governor Iyam Adeshino to settle this matter, why can't he do the same now as Commander-in-Chief? All right, Kevin, that's a question that we'll have to ask Buhari whenever we get him on hard facts. Grazing on somebody else's farm is criminal and it should be condemned. The security will side with the herders on any mission. Uh, in Nigeria, a person with knife could walk around and another person with razor blade will be locked up. Sunday Boho has my absolute backing to help his traumatized people. Grazing on somebody else's farm with cows and cattle uh, should be condemned. Fasanya Babatunde says, Babatunde, thank you so much for sending your message in. We've got uh, somebody who says he's in support of what Governor Makinde did. He has tolerated enough from this herdsman. Happiness from Okota. Happiness, thank you for your message. Michael in Okoko. Michael says, well done to you. I'm enjoying your program. It's very informative on a daily basis. On the FRC story, uh, intending to track road offenders to their houses is quite funny. But if that's the only way that they can go to get their money, it is welcome. But it's really funny. All right, Michael. I'm glad we made you laugh today. 99.3. Thanks for calling us. Hello there. What's your name, sir? Oh, let me remain anonymous, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're live on the show. Go ahead. You know, I love your station. In fact, it's like my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. But now... I just want to ask a question. There is one comrade uh, uh, from Somolu, Conquest Harpan and Prince uh, uh, Wyatt. Since we have been hearing from Joy since 12, you know, they never called. Uh, I don't know whether they have phones, but inside water. 
Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you. 99.3, hello. <laughs> hello, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is David Jeremiah. Jeremiah, welcome to Hard Facts. Let's talk. Thank you. I want to talk about the statement. Yes, go ahead, please. Okay. We should leave us accusing those ones in the bushes because they are just working for people. The owners of those headers are the people that people should be blamed. Okay. Because they sponsor those ones that are staying in the bush. Okay. We always leave the main issue and then pursue the one that is not important. Okay. So I see no reason when they are killing people day by day, hmm. then those eight uh, association, they don't hold meeting and meet their people and say that stop this thing hmm. until when the problem is happening in another section, then somebody is reacting, then they arrange for meeting. How can that play out? All right. Thank you for calling. We've got Kyle David on Facebook who says, um, Good afternoon, Sandra. Let this government stop giving us failed promises. We don't have good government. Police, camera, now what? All right, Kyle David, thank you for your message. I've got a message here from um, Boy Muffing who says, Please, what does someone who need to make police have stay points at areas where crime actually happens, not meters away from crime hotspots? Camera in darkness. Hmm. Chuxus always says the Western states will be free from insecurity when um, its leaders stop sacrificing their safety on the altar of politics. When they rise above partisanship and speak up in the face of injustice, security will improve. I mean, v VP is a Westerner for God's sakes. Chuxus always. Thank you for your message. We'll bring you business news now. And after the business news, it's time for Madam Landlord. How do you get your money back from a fraudulent landlord? That's coming up next. Don't go away.